Hey everyone, it is another day of God's grace and you have found Alter Echo and that makes me very happy. This is Pastor Andy Smith, St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Let's come into the presence of God together and join our faith. Well, hello everyone. We are gathered together for Alter Echo. So glad that we can be together in this virtual space. I look forward to this every single weekend and I realize that we come from all kinds of different places and we bring all kinds of different faith to this enterprise. And we know God is blessing us through the Holy Spirit in some pretty incredible ways. And so I want you to come at this experience in this podcast with a real sense of excitement and anticipation. God is always doing a new thing. We heard that last week as well. God is always doing a new thing. And for that, we have the greatest hope. We are doing something very different this week on this midsummer weekend. I'm glad that we have made it to this point in the summer, and I hope that you are experiencing a summer full of richness and refreshment and renewal. Today, we are going to experience Revelation in a very different way. So I'd like to get to the text a little more quickly today so that we can have this experience of this book, not just to sit back and listen, but actually to put ourselves into it in the way that this book wants us to put ourselves into it. So today, let's get to the text, which is Revelation chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. Listen to these, and then we're going to come at this experience together. John, the seer, writes, Then I saw in the right hand of the one seated on the throne a scroll, written on the inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look into it. And I began to weep bitterly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look into it. Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. See, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. Then I saw between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders a lamb standing as if it had been slaughtered, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. He went and took the scroll from the right hand of the one who was seated on the throne. When he had taken the scroll... The four living creatures and the 24 elders fell before the Lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. They sing a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slaughtered. And by your blood, you ransomed for God's saints from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests serving our God, and they will reign on earth. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels surrounding the throne and the living creatures and the elders They numbered myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, singing with full voice 
Worthy is the lamb that was slaughtered to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them singing (laughs) to the one seated on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshiped. Dear friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I hope you remember that this is the scene in Revelation that John sees of who God is. God is on the throne, in the throne room of heaven, and around him are all these servants and saints and people of faith and creatures that God has created, worshiping him, praising him in full-throated joy, singing and praising. I want us to experience this today as well, because this is what revelation is meant for us to do. So everyone, let's pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, you who are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Two things to begin with today. First, last week, we said that if you remember anything about the book of Revelation, its message is faith in God will overcome every challenge. Faith in God will overcome every challenge. The message of Revelation is not a scary message for people of faith. It is not an end of the world or destruction of the planet message. Revelation is a message of true hope instead in the face of monumental challenge. Don't forget this. Second, remember how Revelation ends. Maybe you haven't gone there yet, but this is very important because it is what we are moving toward. Revelation ends back in the garden where the Bible started, with God providing the tree of life everywhere, with the tree's leaves created specifically for the healing of the nations. The tree of life brings healing to everything. The beginning of Revelation is encouragement to people of faith, put yourself in here, and to the whole Christian church to hang in there, to not give up when the going gets tough. And the end of Revelation is about why we should hang in there, because God is at work healing you and healing everything. Today, I want to know, do you want to experience Revelation with me right now? (laughs) If you read the Left Behind series books, did you read those? Your experience was likely one of fear and fright. Those books purported to be about Revelation. And they they were full of fear and fright. Left Behind wrongly tried to tell you what Revelation was about. The so-called rapture, which is not biblical, by the way, and the destruction of the planet. Well, guess what? This sells books. (laughs) But it's not what Revelation is about. Nowhere in Revelation or the Bible is this stuff there anywhere. But if you thought you saw Revelation in the Bible coming to life through the eyes of airplane pilot Rayford Steele, all you saw was the earth burning 
as well as people being tortured. Those who supposedly weren't chosen by God to be raptured up to heaven off of the earth. No wonder people are scared of Revelation. But Revelation is nothing like this. It is encouragement for hope during troubled times instead. And it is promise, promise that God heals all wounds. And in today's passage, as in last week's, it is pure praise for God who does this and who gives us Jesus Christ, the Lamb who was slain, whose blood set us free to be people of God. Christ's sacrifice does this for us. So, let's experience Revelation appropriately today hmm? by singing and praising you're not going to get an organ in the background. You're just going to get me acapulco today, as my old high school choir director used to say, acapella. But you can join me because I think you know many of these. You didn't know this maybe, but the book of Revelation has likely inspired more hymns of the church than any other book of the Bible. It's all about praise for God's victory through Jesus Christ, the crucified and resurrected Lord. God is not about destruction. God is about giving God's own self for the sake of the world God so loves. So, let's start. Let's sing verse 2 of Holy, 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 which is inspired by Revelation 4, verses 6 and 10, which we read last week. Verse 2. Holy, 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 all the saints adore thee, casting down their golden crowns around the glassy sea. Cherubim and seraphim falling down before thee, which wert and art and evermore shalt be. God's faithful, if you remember the story last week, wear the crown of faith. And they, we, put yourself in it, bow before God at the glassy sea, the beautiful place of God's heavenly, holy presence. Next, let's sing verse 3 of Love Divine, All Loves Excelling, inspired also by Revelation chapter 4, verse 10. Verse 3 here. Come, Almighty, to deliver, let us all thy life receive. Suddenly return, and never, never more thy temples leave. Thee we would be always blessing, serve thee as thy hosts above. Pray and praise thee without ceasing, glory in thy perfect love. Well, Imagine yourself, as the verse just said, always blessing God for God's personal love of you. 
does it get any better? Okay, let's keep experiencing what Revelation is really all about. Let's keep singing, because that's what this is. Verse 1 of Alleluia, Sing to Jesus, you're going to recognize this tune. Alleluia, sing to Jesus. He is the scepter, he is the throne. Alleluia, he is the triumph, he is the victory alone. Hark the songs of peaceful Zion, Thunder like a mighty flood, Jesus out of every nation has redeemed us by his blood. Well, we just read those words from Revelation 5, verse 9. Jesus is the rescuer and redeemer of every nation on earth. This is how big God's work and power are. Put yourself there as part of this big world God loves. Now, go to a great Advent hymn with me, verse 3 of Rejoice, Rejoice. Believers, this is just before Christmas. The saints who in their patience their cross and sufferings bore shall live and reign forever when sorrow is no more. Around the throne of glory the Lamb they shall behold in triumph cast before him their diadems of gold. This verse from Revelation 5, verse 12, again we just read, focuses purely on worship of God on the throne and the Lamb, Jesus, the Savior again. God's servants, us, are worshipers, praisers, joyful people. Next, Let's really appreciate this oh-so-familiar song from our worship liturgy, which comes word for word from Revelation 5, verse 12 again. This is the feast of victory for our God. You know it so well. This is the feast of victory for our God. Alleluia. Worthy is Christ. The Lamb who was slain, whose blood set us free to be people of God. Power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and blessing and glory are His. This is the feast of victory for our God. Alleluia, sing with all the people of God and join in the hymn of all creation, blessing and honor and glory and might be to God and the Lamb forever. Amen. 
This is the feast of victory for our God, for the Lamb who was slain has begun his reign. Alleluia, alleluia. Beautiful, just glorious. The feast of victory is our worship that God calls us to. God is always victorious in this life and in eternity. Now, take in the power and the praise of this next venerable, beloved hymn, All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name. It is from Revelation 5, verses 9 through 16. Let's sing verses 5 and 6 together. Let every kindred, every tribe on this terrestrial ball to him all majesty ascribe and crown him Lord of all. To him all majesty ascribe and crown him Lord of all. Oh, that with yonder sacred throng we at May's feet may fall, we'll join the everlasting song and crown him Lord of all. We'll join the everlasting song and crown him Lord of all. Oh, that with yonder sacred throng, we at his feet may fall. Just picture this. Experience revelation by falling happily with the saints of every time and place at the feet of our Master, our Savior Jesus. In his presence is pure joy and gratitude forever. We have an everlasting song to sing with our hearts and with our lives. And everyone, this is from Revelation. Finally, take in three verses from Blessing and Honor and Glory and Power. This is our last hymn in our experience of Revelation today. Take it in. Blessing and honor and glory and power, wisdom and riches and strength evermore be to the Lamb who our battle has won, whose are the kingdom, the crown, and the throne. Whose are the kingdom, the crown, and the throne? Ever ascending the song and the joy, ever descending the love from on high, blessing and honor and glory and praise. This is the theme of the hymns that we raise. This is the theme of the hymns that we raise. Give we the glory and praise to the Lamb. 
Take we the robe and the harp and the palm. Sing we the song of the Lamb who was slain, dying in weakness but rising to reign. Dying in weakness but rising to reign. I pray you had an experience of the book and message of Revelation today. You were meant to be in it, doing the praising and singing of the saints. I pray its praise and its hope has gotten into you. I pray your faith is deepened greatly. And I pray your love for our selfless, sacrificial, rescuing, redeeming, and healing Lord Jesus, the Lamb who was slain, is more profound and real today for you than ever before. May your heart and your life be singing now, everyone. Amen. And now God's Word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.